0: I have B footage, I have A footage. Uh, You want to clap sync? Yep. Alright, 3, 2, 1. That was really weak, my bad. I needed my hands. (laughs) Let's go again. 3, 2, 1. Alright. I'm making my sign right now. Yep. Uh, because we're on a time limit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, as you guys can desire. tell, uh, Eric is here. So I'm going to just let him have it. Uh, I don't know. Eric, what are we doing today? What are we doing right now? Man, honestly, dude, we
1: are in an identity booth. Man. And first of all, welcome
0: to the booth. We you know it's been
1: a long time since the two of us have hopped on and done a video. The last time you saw me on a video was a late release um of something that we did that we recorded in October at your when when we met up in Shottown for your mom's 60th. So
0: hey, low key, low key, I still have a video about you from like 2017 I have not released. I don't oh, know when man. I'm going to release it. I feel like I have to find the right time. Was it the one spend? where
1: I ranted? Is it my rant? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bro, you know what? Actually now's the perfect time to release that video because honestly, what a lot of people don't know about me is and I've said it on here but people probably don't pay attention like I went to Bible College for 2 years. I got a degree in theology. Me and my wife met there. Like I was a pastor at a church, uh, a Christian minister, educator, whatever you want to call it. That was that was my deal for several years until I moved uh back here to Dallas. I haven't you know, really, not that I haven't pursued it. I haven't found a place that, you know, I found comfortable enough to to get involved on that kind of a level. Um, and I basically went off on that rant, not to uh, completely get off of the topic that we're going to talk about today. But I think even that background kind of plays a part in what we're going to talk about today. Um, yeah. I ranted because there's so many things that I'm taking issue with, It's and I can't speak for all faiths, and I don't intend to. You know, my, my brother, Hero, is not a Christian, and he he's he's a Sunni Muslim, and that doesn't stop me and him from loving each other just the same and being brothers. Do we agree with each other's faith? No. Have we talked about it? Yes. It is what it is. Um, he knows where I stand. I know where he stands, and that's good enough. For, good enough for me. Um, I have I have a commandment. That commandment's to love. Doesn't mean that I have to accept or agree. And having said that. There is a lot of you'll see in the rant with Hiro release. I, I go in pretty hard and especially about this money thing, but y'all can kind of figure that out. But anyway, the reason why I'm here on our on today, day because this is officially locker room talk.
0: Locker room talk. I have a sign to prove it and I just finished it. <laughs> yeah, so you see how excited I am about signs. Like... Hey
1: man. <laughs> listen you should be when when no skills come get get in hands you're ready to share with the world man like you're supposed to be excited you know boom locker room talk we got it yeah all
0: right and and this this conversation is going to revolve around relationships a lot of people i've i've been doing a lot of talking about my relationships there's been a conversation relationships with several of the people i've interviewed Mm -hmm. uh domati jen and uh even candace and we all talk about relations, but there's always as much as I talk about my relationship status and like the things that are going on with me right now. I haven't really I don't feel like I've elaborated to the extent where I'm like, I feel like that's a suitable answer. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the whole notion about me not finding love versus me finding a partner, you know, mm. because I think love is. Uh, overarching thing it can't just be designed
1: love's overrated bro and here's this is this is the preacher telling you love's overrated love completely is overrated love is something you're commanded to do it's not something that you you have to choose to do it The it, it is a complete act of your will you know what people don't understand and this is why I think you're in complete control of your life. This is ladies if you're watching, this is a man who has self-mastery. He won't allow his emotions to override his logic. Um and I think a lot of people don't pay attention to that. A woman deep down on the inside should want a man that is in control of his emotions. Why would you want to be in a relationship with somebody like you? You shouldn't want to be that way, and women can say they want a sensitive man. I I say, eh, not really. You don't want a man that's crying. You don't want a man that's always complaining. That doesn't have self control. That doesn't have any kind of temperance or any kind of virtue. Who leads with how he feels instead of what he knows to be right.
0: And no, I I've definitely, and I'll take that. I'll take that to a step to a sidebar, but also to this point. It, emotion is emotion it needs to be defined because you can have someone who's empathetic sympathetic to your mm-hmm. feelings to your pains to your trials and tribulations but it needs the composure to do something about it yeah a person who's crying next to you because of something that happened to you mm-hmm. isn't someone who's going to is inherently going to be able to help progress you forward yeah someone who gives you the shoulder to lean on mm-hmm. and then can progress with the plan sure but mm-hmm. also don't get it twisted I'm I cried at the end of fifth season. I mean, the fourth season of *Boku no Hero*. I think it was super sad when Endeavor stood up and put his hand up. That that got me in the feels. But it's not to be. It's not. I don't. I don't think like men can wear pink. I dare dude to come talk smack to me while I got my pink uh, button up bow tie on. I dare somebody to come say I don't look clean. But like. It, we're not talking about that. We're talking about from a standpoint of how they help you progress. Like, yes. don't get in your feelings right now about. Oh, wait a minute! You're saying that people who cry are weak. No, no, shut up! Your your emotional weakness right now is what we're talking <laughs> about. That is what we're making reference to.
1: Yes, a hundred percent, dude. Like, I know. And so here on, I were just casually having a conversation. And I think what we ended up coming to was basically the the foundation of what we're talking about today is as human beings, as male and female, man and woman, why is it that we see so many of our black women not being married or getting married? And I was telling Hero... Of of a a very, very sad statistic I read is about 75%. That's three quarters of y'all who like math of black women in this country today have never been married, not unmarried, never been married. That's a crazy statistic,
0: Um, especially considering that 50% of people married divorce.
1: Okay, so what we do see, though is the, the initial age for marriage has drastically increased. increased. 60 years ago, the average age for a woman to get married was 18. The average age for a man to get married was 19 to 20. And now we're seeing the average age has increased for men to 20, 26 and for women 28 to 29. That's average. How in 50 years have we made a 10-year leap? What that what that means to me is feminism has accomplished his goal. I'm going straight for the juggler. Feminism has accomplished its goal to um quote unquote liberate women. Now a woman can go and pursue that that job. She can go and pursue her career. She can go and pursue the fun the things
0: she deems as fun.
1: And I am right, completely in support of it.
0: Okay. And then uh, let's follow through with the counter because I can hear I can hear my comment section screaming at me right now. Thank you, Eric, because I read these. Eric doesn't read these. I read these. Uh, the, the Feminism isn't the problem. Aspects of it might be just like how the Black Lives Matter movement isn't a problem. Certain aspects of it could be perceived as a pro- problematic. I am in full support of a woman being able not only being able having the freedom to do what she Absolutely. wants to do equal and opposite to a man 100 percent. i don't agree with but equality you... i don't agree with the <laughs> equality part eric doesn't believe in equality and we've and we've argued this down because the truth of the matter, and his comes down to a practical standpoint i won't chase this rabbit but we've done videos on this but to the extent that i think a woman should be allowed to fight me in a Boxing ring is the same rate that she should be able to challenge me in the courtroom the same way she should be able to compete against me for mm-hmm. the promotion i, I think uh, eric that's eric believes that is what equality should be that's
1: i that's, don't think it's yeah i think it's all the way around to what hero says you can't pick and choose the yeah. part of equality that benefit you and mm-hmm. the parts that you find me repulsive. personally
0: i'm not going to uh, me personally just because of, of inherent social norms i've been cruxed by this i feel deterred to challenge a woman. In a setting that I have an advantage. Although that is human nature. You want to win right. Go um, win. But yes. pushing forward. Pushing forward. Feminism. From the d- dynamic of. What is, ideal, what is an ideal family membrane. F- mm-hmm. Ideal family nucleus. Yes. To you. Because it's different for everybody. I've now mm-hmm. grown to accept that. Two guys or two women can run a household. But for you the man woman dynamic this is something that feminism is hindering
1: and it's it's actually a little bit beyond that and let me be more clear when i say feminism so sure what i mean is you go back to the civil rights movement it was all black people marching together and if you, if in, in any lady who has an issue with what I'm saying, go back and just go back and just look at the history, go back and look at the pictures. When when the marches were going on for civil rights, it was black men and black women. When Fred Hampton got his house raided by the Chicago, Chicago police and got shot up, it was his black woman who was eight months pregnant in the bed with him who had to watch him be massacred. The same thing for Eldridge Cleaver. Go look at Angela Davis. She will tell you these things. She was there. At the Watts rise we were arm in arm. What happened was we allowed women who did not look like us to come in and pull the, the. our women were pulled away and shame on us men for allowing it to happen. We did not recognize what it was. We were in such support at that time of our women being able to advance themselves that we did not recognize what was happening to us. There were several things moving parts we were having drugs pumped in our into our communities we were having uh, gun control placed on us thanks to the black panthers and we were having our schools degraded and our women degraded and our men therefore were subject to criminal activity now they still had a choice to make but i digress what happened was our black women went and left the Civil Rights Movement for the Second Wave Feminist Movement. And they started locking arms with white women, joining in a battle that did not belong to them. For as long as we can go back and look in history up until the modern era of the 80s, black men have always cherished black women. And now we're at a point where we, where that doesn't happen anymore. Why? Honestly, I, I, I still am trying to understand that myself. It's... it's
0: um, it's, it's I, I to me. will say this uh, the black woman has progressed at an r- exponential rate absolutely and it's beautiful to see and, and I think I think I, I I I'm in full support I think uh we need I think now more than ever we need a black woman running this country I think more than ever black women need to be the leaders of of our communities not because I feel some deterrent towards black men I I am a black man I I don't feel disdain towards us but we've we've tried I think we've we had our shot we we missed our mark but now that we have someone in charge like they, i'm not gonna sit here and lie 70 percent of the black wealth in our community comes from black women yeah so why aren't we pushing them forward and not so much why why are we afraid to have them move forward
1: honestly i don't think we're afraid at all i think the strength of a group of people I can't connect to the wifi network. Might want to oh, thank you, Google. In the, Google hold app, yeah. the Thank you, Google. You see, Google, Google's listening to our, our conversations. Just want to let y'all okay. know Anyway, FBI,
0: um, let me let it be known. I got the All All right, Try <laughs> me.
1: Yeah, but um, honestly, getting to the point where is my hold on? Is my computer? Oh no, it's still good. Sorry. Yeah, but um, we're getting we're at the point where I don't have an issue at all with any black women leading the issue that i see coming from them is either extremely far left or emotionalism emotionalism is not how you appeal to the the masses sound reasoning and logic is how you appeal to the masses now is do all women um are all women leading with their emotions absolutely not some of the most Profound people that I know are women. Some of the most important people that have helped me in my life are, in fact, women. So it's it's not about that. It's about a racist movement that has, uh, through subterfuge, crept into our communities and fed us lies that has pitted us against each other. And what I'm saying is, to even with what Hero's saying... The women, yes, less since they have the majority of the wealth, they're obviously more educated, they obviously have more access. We need to be using it to our advantage. Allow them to get into the places and through clandestine means come back and raise up those other uh those boys and girls who otherwise would not have the opportunity to be in those places or know people like you. See it can't be I'm gonna get mine and then I'm just gonna Talk down to those who are less than, especially the guys. I was like, no, because all you're doing is reinforcing a racist stereotype. The same system that you cling to and that you measure yourself by is the same system that you sh- that you shame when it's a white man doing it. So don't go to university that was created by a white man and then look down at me because I didn't go to a white man's university. You see, you see, you can't have it both ways. You gotta pick. What do you want? If you just want to be about your success, go after your success. But if you really want to impact the community, take advantage of the system since you're not deemed as a threat. And you have to know that a hero has said that so many times. Our women are not deemed as a threat. So it's easy for you to get into places and do things. And then you come back. You pull somebody by the hand. You go find that hardworking, dedicated, tenacious young brother and you say, hey, man, you come here, you do X, Y and Z. If you do X, Y and Z, then you'll progress. But we're not we're not moving together as a as a unit anymore. And it's because it's is me, mine. and, And that's all I'm concerned about. And if you don't have these things, then you're not then you're not on my level. You're not worthy. I was like, well listen, you're never going to find it out. The statistics are against you at this point, especially for those of you who who are looking to get married and cohabitate with a man. The statistics are against you. I said 75% are unmarried and and, never been married. And on top of that, 60% of y'all are going to university and graduating. I mean, and of the 60% that go, excuse me, 80% of you are graduating. The 40% are brothers that are going, only 20% of them are graduating. What does that say? If you want a man that's college, college educated, the statistics are against you. If you want a man that's six feet tall, first of all, the, 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 the there's only 14% of men in this country that are uh, over six feet tall. Six feet tall. Okay. And think about it. How What's the percentage of black men in this country? It's less than 7%. So, what, yeah. so the chance of you finding a black man that's six feet tall, that's college educated, that is uh has a athletic physique and makes six figures, that is <laughs> excuse me, a fraction of one percent. So that lets you know it's not realistic. So how do you how do you get more of those kinds of brothers? You're gonna have to you're gonna have to raise them up. And if you're not getting married, if you're not reproducing if you're not uh mentoring young boys then then there's not going to be anyone for you and if you already have a have a daughter who is she gonna marry
0: you know this this lends itself to questions about um back home arranged marriage and things of that nature as i'm a person who doesn't you know uh, that was ended in our family tree in the fifth generation arranged marriage so, and the reason for it is because obviously time changes, people change, but more and over, uh, there wasn't an issue about if our genetic line was going to end. We had, I tw- had, my grandfather had 21 kids, like the, gener- Ooh, the geni- genetic, the genetic line. <laughs> yeah. The genetic line is safe. Uh, I feel the bigger question, the bigger issue became, you know, that was done to be- when there was a scarcity of population. When in a village, there was only four last names. And that brought about the wanting to like sort of be in inability to keep your legacy lineage going today. I no longer look at a girl's physical nature as much as I look at her, her, her mental, her social, her skill, uh, Attributes like those are the things I enjoy. I was a young man. I was a young bull. I got to enjoy young, beautiful women back then. The woman I will hey. enjoy now will be the will will be the the apple of my eye. Mm-hmm. But she's probably not going to be the supermodel I met in New York, which is fine because she's going to be the woman I need, not the woman I want. Yeah,
1: but that but to your point, hero. The statistics also bear that out. It says that. <laughs> 80% of the women want 20% of the men. And when, and these are okay, cupid and tender, st- tender statistics. You take them for what they are. But if we're just talking about an, purely swiping left and right without with, with complete anonymity. That 80% of the women only swipe right 20% of the time. And 50% of the time, men swipe left or right. So men have way less requirements when it comes to just phys- physical beauty than women,
0: than women actually believe. Do you, but do you feel it's safe to say that women should have to settle for the greater for the greater cause, uh, for the greater cause? Hypothetically speaking.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I, how about I answer your question with a question? If eighty sure. percent of the women want twenty percent of the men, who has the control? Is it the men or the women?
0: It's. Theoretically, by the numbers, it'd be the men because exactly the, they're, they're the desired. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so, you think the twenty percent, the twenty percent, actually have all the control? And here's why: because they they can just if they're if the twenty percent are what we call high value men. So these are the men that check the majority of the boxes physically, socially, financially, and uh, familially They check the boxes there. So they don't have to settle. You know, I like Amber Rose. I listen to her. She makes some valid points when it comes to the sexual marketplace. She says, women have sex with who they want. Men have sex with who they can. But the flip side of that is true. Men marry who they want. Women marry who they can. And that's absolutely true. It's, it's funny because the majority of women still expect men to buy the Marine, propose, do the whole courtship, plan the wedding, be in a financial position to put down put a down payment on a house. I was like, these are still expectations. Um, a study showed that the majority of women in this country expect a man to make 1.5 times whatever she makes. I said, we already talked about those statistics. That narrows the field down very, very, very small. So here is the the grand the grand scheme of things. Do you want a man who? who treats you right, who has great character, who will be, who has great paternal instincts, who is in touch with your feelings, has control of his own, is intellectual. It G- gives you just enough time and attention uh, to show you that he cares, but not so much that he smothers. It's like, these are things that you gotta measure. And what I've started to notice just talking to my unmarried friends who are guys and ladies, and some of my married friends, The issues that I see is, and I look at myself, I I can speak anecdotally just from my experience. Um, I stopped dating women at the age of 21 and I didn't get married until I was 27. I didn't have any sexual encounters from that time until I got married. And I know that's hard for some women to believe, they probably call BS on it, but it's 100% true. And I've been with my wife, we've been married for seven years uh, in, in November. The thing, the thing is what we don't do is, as people, especially uh, just speaking about black folks, we don't qualify our spouses and especially the guys. There's things that you need to be checking for and there's things that guys expect. And since we're on the topic, we'll just throw it out there. What is it, hero, that you expect uh, from a wife? Let's just put that out there so the, the women can say that nobody told them. We're not training each <laughs> other, so let's just throw it out there.
0: No, and and this is speaks more to the facts when I say things like I want an equal and opposite. What the hell does that really mean? So yeah, <laughs> let's let's grain it down. Uh, obviously, and this is not a, and I say this is not a deal breaker, but this is an expectation, because once again, the things that the things that the world brings you, you have to just take on one at a time. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I'm a person who's highly educated, so I feel that someone who also matches that would also do well with me. So education is a major. Mm -hmm. I've never been in a relationship. I take that back. I've been in one relationship where the woman was financially stable, not making more than me, but financially stable. Mm -hmm. So I want to be able to say, I know after PA school and all these things are done with me, I'm going to have debt, but I was still able to buy a house with the debt that I have now. So Mm -hmm. I didn't, it didn't phase me, but I would, if I knew I had to pay, Back a house if i had to pay off a house and i'm i'm the man if i can i will help you pay off your debt so someone who came in with their own financial stability would be Mm -hmm. idea yeah preferably someone who has the span and the range to have three to four kids if you want us to date for one year if you want us to date for two years get married then have a kid so now we're talking three years I need four, three to four kids. I want three to four kids. Maybe you'll get lucky. There's twins that run in my jeans. Maybe you'll do two for one. I mean, one, two for one. But can you provide that as well? Also, what is your family structure? I come from a cultured background. I I have no missing gnomes about who I am, where I'm from, and the people I represent. Is your family background structured in a way that if religion was taken out of it, your family would still be able to identify with something. Mm. Because I come from a generation where Christianity and talks of religious and things of that nature weren't brought up to a second firm. So we can trace my lineage. Mm. Self, self-propelling. self Did you wake up today and look at your top 10 things you want to do before I turned 50? board and say i'm this close away from accomplishing goal number seven mm. if not that means you're static if you're static you're probably not going to last long with me mm. that's good constant thinking. self-development mm. there's a part of me that says if i be if this if i have a youtube page and it blows up and you're working a nine to five and i say hey sweetie I, I heard your nine to five job is doing you great he's paying you your bills but um I need a publicist slash manager and PR specialist, and you'll be making four times the amount you're making right now by doing this with me. I don't need someone who's gonna say, "Well, I didn't get it. that's not what I got my degree in."
1: Man, let me. I need a partner. Let me let me interject something here, bro. I literally had a conversation with a buddy of mine last night. We were sitting outside, just talking. we were sitting by the pool, and we were having a real real conversation. He's getting ready to get get married here soon. Oh. You know, um, and <laughs> <laughs> he he um, is starting an online business and he, he asked his soon to be wife, if I made one hundred thousand dollars a year, would you stop working? She goes, no. OK, without flinching, she says, no, he says, if I made a quarter million dollars a year, she said, no, I half a million. She goes, no, he says a million. She pauses for a second and then says, no nah, I got to do something. And. What he took away from it is she wants to have her own. And the thing that I'm noticing to hero's point is I feel a lot of ladies get wrapped up in their own identity and uh, instead of understanding that when you get married you become one with a person and it's about the legacy of your name. It's about the family legacy at that point. If you have a skill set that can help progress the, the the business that's making the most money, then let's go do that. If you don't have a skill set, then get quit your job and get the skill set so that we can advance our business. Don't get so wrapped up in your accomplishments and your identity that you neglect what's right in front of you the a better opportunity for the family.